This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today at episode 103 is going to be from Matthew chapter 15 and verse 9. Doctrine is more important than the world understands, because it can be in vain, if not properly handled. Matthew chapter 15 and verse 9 reads, And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrine the commandments of men. If we are teaching as doctrine the commandments of men, then we are worshiping God in vain. Everything that we do in God's worship needs to come from the Scriptures. If we cannot go to the Scriptures and find our worship within the text of the Scriptures of the Holy Writ, then we are worshiping God in vain. In Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17, it says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. You see, we have to be giving thanks to God by doing everything in word or deed by the authority of Jesus. If we do not have the authority of Jesus for how we are worshiping God, then we are worshiping Him in vain. If we cannot find our worship within the Holy Writ, then our worship is vain worship. In John chapter 4, verses 23 and 24, the Bible says, But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship Him. God is spirit, and those that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. If we are not worshiping with the right attitude, And in truth, John 17 and verse 17, sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. If we are not worshiping according to his word, then we are worshiping in vain. And God said in John chapter 4, verses 23 through 24, through Jesus, that those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, In verses 3 through 11, the Bible says, As I urged you when I went into Macedonia, remain in Ephesus, that you may charge some that they teach no other doctrine, nor give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which cause disputes rather than godly edification, which is in faith. Now the purpose of the commandment is love from a pure heart, from a good conscience, and from sincere faith, from which some have strayed, having turned aside to idle talk, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor the things which they affirm. But we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous person, but for the lawless and insubordinate, for the ungodly and for the sinners, for the unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for fornicators, for sodomites, for kidnappers, for liars, for perjurers, and if there is any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, according to the glorious gospel, the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. You see, Timothy was left in Ephesus to charge some that they teach no other doctrine. They were to teach only those things which Paul was teaching. Because what Paul was teaching, because he was an apostle, was an inspired of Jesus. Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, All scripture is given by inspiration to God and is profitable for doctrine for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. You see, what Paul was teaching them was what Jesus wanted them to know. And Timothy was to charge some there at Ephesus that they teach no other doctrine. You see the importance of doctrine in our life? 
They were not to give heed to fables and endless genealogies. These things only caused disputes. They didn't edify the people that were there in faith, because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. If we are teaching men's doctrines instead of the commandments of Jesus, then all we are doing is causing disputes rather than edifying the people in faith. The purpose of the commandment, according to verse 5, is love from a pure heart, from a good conscience, and from sincere faith. Sincere faith gets its faith from the Word of God. It studies it, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And in verse 6, it says, if you do not rightly divide the word of truth, if you are teaching error, then you have strayed from the truth to idle talk. And idle talk is talk that is useless. It is vain. False teaching is vain. Teaching the commandments of men as the commandments of Jesus is vain. It's idle talk. It will do no good to the hearers. These people desire to be teachers of the law, but they don't understand what they're teaching. They don't understand that they're leading people astray. But we know the law is good if one uses it lawfully. To use it lawfully is to use it appropriately, knowing this, that the law was not made for a righteous person, but it was made for the sinners, for people that need to change their ways. People that don't understand that they are sinners have no use of the law because they're not going to repent and come back to God. This is what is sound doctrine. And in verse 10, it says, For fornicators, for sodomites, for kidnappers, for liars, for perjurers. And if there is any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, this is what law was made for. People that are living contrary to sound doctrine that will change their ways to come back to God. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 3, the Bible says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines and demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. In verse 1 it says, Now the Spirit expressly says, In latter times some will depart from the faith. Departing from the faith is departing from sound doctrine. They were departing from sound doctrine to doctrines of demons. Anything that is not the truth is a doctrine of demons because it cannot save you. It's vain to worship God with doctrine of demons, with the commandment of men, or with false teaching. These things are lies and hypocrisy and having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. People that refuse to come back to the truth and refuse so committedly that they sear their conscience with a hot iron. At this point, they couldn't come back. They forbid to marry and command to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. These are only part of the things in which are doctrines of demons. There are so many things in the world today, in the denominational world, that are doctrines of demons because they are not true teachings of God because they cannot be found in the Word of God. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 4 through 11, the Bible says, For every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. And so God has said all food today, all meat, everything is good for us to eat. It, that is sanctified. It's set apart by God's word and by prayer because God has allowed us to eat things that they were not allowed to eat in the Old Testament. And he has told us all things are okay for us to eat today. And so he has sanctified it by the word of God and by prayer. In verse 6, it says, 
If you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished in the words of faith and of the good doctrine which you have carefully followed. Doctrine matters. Doctrine is more important than the world understands because it can be in vain if not properly handled. And here it says, If you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished in the words of faith and of the good doctrine which you have carefully followed, nourished in the words of faith. We feed ourselves with the word of God so we know what it says. And if we do that, if we nourish ourselves with the word of God, then we will know what the good doctrine is, opposed to what bad doctrine is. Because there are many bad doctrines in the world today that should not be taught and lead to death. Verse 7, But reject profane and old wives' fables, and exercise yourself toward godliness. For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having a promise of life that now is, and of that which is to come. This is a faithful saying worthy of all acceptance. For to this end we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of those who believe. These things command and teach. And we see that doctrine is so important. We have to have the good doctrine of Jesus Christ. Anything else is a doctrine of demons, doctrine that will not lead us to heaven. It is vain worship to God. It is vain doctrine. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, in verses 12 through 16, the Bible says, Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity, till I come give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given you by the prophecy of, with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things. Give yourselves entirely to them, that your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this you will save both yourself and those that hear you. The world says that all doctrines are okay, and it doesn't matter as long as you're following Christ, as long as you, as long as you seem to be following Christ, you're going to be okay. It doesn't matter what your doctrine is. But according to the Holy Writ, according to the Scriptures, Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 12 through 16, that doctrine did matter. In verse 13, it says, Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Why give special attention to these things if they don't matter? If it doesn't matter what we teach, as long as we follow Christ, we're okay? Well, that's because that is not true. So many people today call Jesus Lord. They claim to be following Christ, but they don't have the proper doctrine. In Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21, Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall inherit the kingdom of God, but he that does the will of my Father who is in heaven. The will of the Father who is in heaven is the proper doctrine to follow. If we're not following that doctrine, then we are worshiping God in vain. In verse 16 it says, Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this you will say both yourself and yourself. And those that hear you continue in the doctrine. The word the before doctrine suggests that there is only one doctrine in the world today, and that's God's doctrine. If it is not God's doctrine, then it is not the proper doctrine. Notice in 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 17 that even the elders are to labor in word and doctrine. Let the elders who rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in word and and doctrine. And so in 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 17, the elders that are counted worthy are those that labor in word and doctrine. If doctrine doesn't matter, then why do we need to labor in the word and in the doctrine? We labor in the word so that we understand doctrine. 
God's doctrine is the only one that matters. And if we're teaching as doctrine the commandments of men, then we're worshiping God in vain. Doctrine is more important than the world understands because it can be in vain if not properly handled. We need to make sure that we have the right doctrine. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 1 and 2, the Bible says, Let as many bondservants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor, so that the name of God and his doctrine be not blasphemed. And those who have believing masters, let them not despise them, because they are brethren, but rather serve them, because those who are benefited are believers and beloved. Teach and exhort these things. Notice what it says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 1 again with me. Let as many bondservants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor, so that the name of God and his doctrine be not blasphemed. His doctrine. If it is not his doctrine, if it's the doctrine of men, then it's not God's doctrine. The only doctrine that is going to be profitable for us according to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, is God's doctrine. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. If it is not God's doctrine, His doctrine, then it's not going to be profitable for those things that 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 say that it is. And the man of God is not going to be complete or perfect with man's doctrine. It's only through God's doctrine that we are going to be perfect or complete. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 3-5, through 5, the Bible continues to say, If anyone teaches otherwise and does not consent to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which accords with godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but is obsessed with disputes and arguments over words from which come envy, strife, reviling, evil, suspicions, useless wranglings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, who suppose that godliness is a means of gain. From such, withdraw yourselves. So going back up to 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 1, where it says we are to look to his doctrine, let as many bondservants are under the yoke, count their own masters worthy of all honor, so that the name of God and his doctrine be not blasphemed. Then down in verse 3, if anyone teaches otherwise and does not consent to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord and Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which accords to godliness, the doctrine which accords to godliness is God's doctrine then this person is proud. Why would they be proud? They would be proud because they would be trying to make their own doctrine be better than God's doctrine. That is a proud thing to do. And they know nothing. If they are teaching the commandments of men over the commandments of God, then this person knows nothing but is obsessed with disputes and arguments over words. And what it says here is this is where envy, strife, reviling, and evil suspicions come from. Useless wranglings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth. Who suppose that godliness is a means of gain from such withdraw yourself. So when we see this on the TV all the time where these men are preaching on the TV for money, they're not preaching God's doctrine. They're preaching for money. And we're supposed to withdraw ourselves from these people. They get rich. If you see a rich preacher, more than likely he is teaching his own doctrine and not God's doctrine. We need to be teaching the doctrine that is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction and in righteousness. That the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. Doctrine is more important than the world understands, because it can be in vain, if not properly handled. If the world understood how important doctrine was, we wouldn't have all these churches out there that have different doctrines. We'd be looking for the one doctrine that would save us, and we'd come together united to find it. But because we don't, we're so divided in the world over doctrine that we don't get anything done. 
that Christians can't even stop things in the world from happening, such as abortion and homosexuality, because it's so divided. We need to unite in the doctrine of Christ if we want to save this country and save humanity. If we want to save people, we need to unite under the doctrine of God. So as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives and digest it into our lives and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.